1: Dr. Bill, your Radio MD, welcome to the show. We are having some trouble with our Zoom this morning, <laughs> but I think we've got it worked out now, don't we, Ken?
2: I think so. The problem that we had is gone, so. Whatever it was, it's gone. And
1: by the way, we've got the big gala coming up. That'll be <laughs> on uh, Sunday, 9-3, the day before Labor Day. We're going to start setting up at 8-30, and we'll go till 10-30. The show will be from 9-10 to live from my office parking lot at 6399 38th avenue north we're selling uh tables for advertisers five hundred dollars a table will provide you with a table and a tent and whoa
2: yeah nice deal and uh we've got
1: uh we've got lots of uh activities planned i don't think we're gonna have any I'm going to try to find some live music between the, you know, during the breaks, but I don't know if I can find anybody this late in the game. If you know anybody, let me know. Anybody want to come over and bring their guitar? Come on over, and we'll put you on. How about that?
2: That sounds like a nice idea. I like that. A little guitar, a little soft music in between? Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, all this heat-related stuff that's got me going, what do you think about all this? are you worried about heat illnesses do i do i worry
2: about the heat constantly worry
1: about the heat okay so why do you worry about the heat well i worry about the heat
2: primarily because um as you know i have heart arrhythmia and that's true and for me heart arrhythmia it's it's like a trigger if i get too hot it will just trigger that and it'll just my heart will just start beating like a drum and you know
1: what um if you're on certain medications it can certainly uh, add to your problems uh like antihistamines antipsychotics um uh certain heart medicines can do it like heart rhythm medicines uh, that can alter your your ability to dissipate heat so uh, if you're on medications you better double check that and see now here's some other things you got to remember uh if you're older you know, like 65 and up, or if you're young, four and under, you're at increased risk for heat related illnesses. You know why? Why? Well, you don't have the thermoregulatory mechanisms that normal uh, kids and adults have. Now, by the time you reach five, your skin is thick enough that uh, you can pretty much do what adults do. And your thermoregulatory thermal mechanism is intact and, uh, so, so you're in, in better shape now. Remember, stay hydrated, and uh, don't go out in the heat if you're if you're too old, and don't go out and work in the hot of the day, for goodness sakes. Oh, by the way, I did ride my bicycle this weekend. Oh, how'd it go? It went well. I was, I went around the neighborhood for about 10 or 15 minutes, not a bit of trouble, no pain. Well, I mean, you know, like you know, kind of like a stiff uh, tendons and muscles, but that that's no big deal, mm-hmm. you know. I shrugged that off. But the movement was
2: good and all that? Yeah,
1: Oh, it was great. It was unbelievable. I ran down three old ladies. (laughs) (laughs) So, heat-related illnesses. Now, here's the main three. Heat stroke, heat exhaustion, and uh, the third one is the uh, heat cramps and, of course, sunburn is is not really a, a heat disease. I mean, it's caused by the sun and heat rash, too. As you know, you can get a rash from that, but the heat stroke is the bad one that's high body temperatures above 103 you're hot red your skin is dry you don't you don't sweat and uh you may be a little damp uh, but uh you have headache dizziness nausea convulsions loss of consciousness uh and uh, the treatment is to call 911 of course and move the person to a cool area and try to cool them down as much as you can with cold water Packs, ice, whatever, uh, but don't give them anything to drink. oh really, why not? Well, because of the uh of the nausea and the loss of consciousness, oh. they they can aspirate, hmm. and the EMF should get there pretty quickly, and they can start an IV, and that's really the way to do it.
2: I heard now, somebody he- actually drowned to death by drinking water in the heat. Is that possible? Well, they probably aspirated. Is that what happened? Yeah. No. Okay. okay. With some some article I was reading in the Midwest, uh, somebody drank themselves so much water that they they died.
1: Well, it's probably somewhere out in the Midwest where they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so then then you have heat exhaustion, which is heavy sweating. your are uh, pale and clammy skin. Your pulse is fast and weak. You get nausea and vomiting. You get muscle cramps, uh, tiredness or weakness, dizziness, headache, fainting. And so the treatment there is move to a cool place, loosen the clothes, uh, put cool wet cloths on the person, start giving them some sips of water if they're not throwing up, and get medical help as soon as possible. And uh, then heat cramps, everybody's had heat cramps. I've, I think I've had heat cramps. Have you had them? I don't think That's I have. That's when you're out doing heavy work and you start sweating. You get muscle pains, uh, spasms, and twitches, and uh, So what you do is you stop the physical activity and uh, they say drink water, but, you know, Gatorade, sports aid drinks are really better for you because when you sweat, Ken, you lose one quarter of your normal uh, intravascular electrolytes. So let's say you have a normal electrolyte level of uh, potassium of five in your bloodstream, you're going to lose one to 1.5 milliequivalents with your sweat. And so that will drop your potassium and your sodium and your magnesium. And, of course, when you do that, uh, you upset the balance of the uh, uh, electrical through polarization and discharge of your muscles and your muscle cells. So the sports drinks have uh, basically they have the same electrolyte balance as sweat does. So that's why you drink that.
2: So grab the Gatorade. Grab your
1: Gatorade. All right. Get medical help right away if you uh, have cramps longer than one hour, if you're on a low sodium diet, or if you have, like Ken does, heart problems. Mm-hmm. There you go.
2: So I tried, I tried to avoid all heavy work during the oh. heat, especially. And you do a good
0: job. I, I, of it. I know.
2: My I wife said you're, that.
1: <laughs> do you, do you want, you're an amazing human being. I I'd like to you, do that,
2: sweetheart, but the heart rhythm, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have
2: high blood pressure and I right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, is Israel still are they still rioting over there or what? What's going on? I didn't Israel? know they
2: were rioting. Why are they rioting? What are they rioting about? Well,
1: you know the uh, the conservativeness that their their parliament, their Congress, whatever you want to call it, uh, they are trying to implement uh, a new law that takes the right of the Supreme court to nullify ordinary laws that are passed. Uh, what, what happened back in the 1948 era 49 is that they couldn't agree on a constitution. They have no constitution, Ken. They could not agree (laughs) that's the Jewish side of the family. I mean, you go to Israel and you go to a cafe and you got seven people arguing about 20 different things. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. So at any rate, they, what they did is they passed what they called basic laws, and these are the codified laws that have to be approved by the full consent of the uh, of the Nesset and so on and so forth. So now the Supreme Court uh, back when said, well, look, we're in charge, so ultimately the basic laws we will interpret and uphold. But also any common laws you pass, we'll review them. And if we don't think they're appropriate, we'll nullify them. So that would be like our Supreme Court saying, you can't pass a budgetary bill. What do you mean we can't pass a budgetary bill? That's not that's not a function of the judiciary. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I can see why they're trying to straighten all that out. Yeah.
1: So now the people are, are, are rioting and carrying on because they don't want the conservatives to do this because they like the idea that they have a liberal Supreme Court that will strike down anything that that the people don't like. So um, it, it's it's been a real mess for them, but uh, Netanyahu, I guess, is charging on with it, and uh, hopefully that'll die down and they won't get into too much trouble. You know, we need them.
2: They're in a power sharing kind of thing right now, aren't they? We're like for six you, months of the year, somebody uh, Netanyahu's in charge, and then
1: they, they were. I don't know if they, started, are they still are still, doing, still that?
2: doing that. I, that I have no. Idea. They really do need to straighten out their constitution then. <laughs>
1: but Ben Gurion, back when he was the first prime minister, he was a socialist, you know, socio-communist kind of guy, and uh, he didn't want a constitution because he knew that it would limit socialism. So, yeah,
2: well, yeah it's gonna hem you in see it's gonna hem you in. he didn't like that at all <laughs> darn <laughs> laws thing. darn laws they get in the way oh they, yeah they're just you
1: know <laughs> as we've seen with our own socialistic uh left wing and they they, they want to get rid of the laws and they ignore the supreme court and uh
2: do, is that okay ken i don't think so. Uh, if you're in they, israel If you're in Israel or if you're in the White House. Yeah, maybe so. That's where he's confused. Oh, my gosh.
1: Speaking of which, what's going on with Hunter? I mean, the guy's, what, in his 50s?
2: Yeah, sure.
1: He lives at home. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't have a job. I mean, he sounds like a Jewish son. (laughs) So, at any rate, I... uh, I, I gotta wonder about this and I see where the judge said, No, I'm not signing off on this plea bargain deal. And you know what apparently it did is it, it was not only retroactive, it was proactive
2: so that oh. anything he did in the future <laughs> was already forgiven. <laughs> Can you believe that? That that you're making that up. That's not true. That's not That's true. That's exactly what it said. It's, it was gonna
1: give him, give him blanket immunity for anything. That so he did he, in
2: the future.
1: That he found that they found out about that in the future that he has done or will do or whatever.
2: Wow. Know. Get me one of them laws. I, I, I would like that.
1: I know. I mean, you know, so so if they do finally uncover that he was in bed with Burisma and the Chinese and doing all this uh, illegal stuff and influencing the, the vice president and the White House back in the day, then he wouldn't be held accountable for that. hmm <laughs> That's kind of nice. I
3: like
2: that. <laughs> it's a sweet deal if you can get it. That's right. Meanwhile, they
1: arrested uh, uh, Trump's uh, close aide, who I think was like the greenskeeper or something. <laughs> and because he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't roll over and, on Trump and and, uh, and say that Trump ordered him to, uh, I don't know, destroy tapes or take down videos or something. And so now they've arrested him to try to shake him down. So this poor sob is going to go to prison for
2: a few years uh, for
1: actually nothing.
2: Well, they want him to turn states' evidence. They want him to start talking. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they want him to roll on Trump and turn states' evidence.
2: Good luck with that, dude. Well, I'm sure Trump will take care of his legal fees. I mean. You would hope. I would think so, yeah.
1: You know, my take on Trump is he just, he was just too nice. I mean, he acted tough in public, but in private, he tried to get along with the Democrats. Screw that. To hell with those people. (laughs) You know, just get out your steamroller and roll them over. I mean, that's what's gonna. That's what they're gonna do to us. You know that if they could.
2: Well, if twenty twenty four went, yeah, you're right. If they go to uh, the House and the White House and send it all together, watch out. We're toast, baby. Yeah. I'm moving to. I think. I think they would actually uh, extend the Supreme Court if they get that. Oh yeah. So. I think so too. And I, I
1: think that uh that they would do anything and everything to uh hasten socialism and uh basically socio fascism, as I've called it before, where we have basically a one party state, a strong man at the top, and uh extensive social services. And that's what that's what fascism is. You know, that's why uh that's why Hitler and uh, Mussolini were, were so popular in part is because they, they beefed up all their social programs. Did you know that?
2: Uh, I did not but that coming out coming out of the uh you know the depression at that time I imagine they would have to yeah
1: yeah and that was a big deal I mean you know the 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 uh, interstates were introduced in Germany the autobahn as they call it and we copied that after world war 2 and built our interstate system that was uh Dwight Eisenhower because he was over there and he saw it and he said we need this and he was right <clears throat> well
2: he was worried about moving nukes around too
1: and, and and uh also
2: groceries uh getting getting things to market yeah just the, people... the roads were not very good back then
1: no uh, they weren't terrible but uh it took you a longer time because if you were on a federal highway going from uh say louisville to st petersburg florida you had a you know a four dozen little towns you had to go through and slow down and uh they did have some bypasses, but uh, they weren't as extensive as I would think. So then you had to go through stoplights and you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. All. You remember those days. No, you may not. No, you're,
2: I don't. I, I, they were building the interstates when I was growing up because I remember seeing yeah. some of them under construction.
1: Yeah, you know, they. we had federal highways that were not bad, but they were just so slow. And uh, a lot of areas, they were single lane. And so, if you got behind uh, a farm tractor that was going from point A to B and it was a half a mile, well, you, you were stuck,
2: buddy boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. now we needed the interstate system. It really, Eisenhower did a wise thing there.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, I was taking, we were taking the boat from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan over to Isle Royale, which is our least visited national park. It's actually closer to Canada than the United States. Drop dead gorgeous. There's no cars on the island. It's, it's, uh, except for the little, uh, little, one little area where they have some, uh, uh, they have a restaurant, they have some hotel and, uh, cabin rooms and that sort of thing. And so I was going over there and this crazy SOB sat down next to me and, uh, said, why do we have interstates in, in Montana? <laughs> 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 what? He said, what? He went on and on. I said, uh, he said, "You know, this makes no sense. What grid is it?" And I said, "Well, a um, dude, how are you gonna how are you gonna get crops to market? How are you gonna get beef cattle around? How are you gonna transport kids to school from uh, long distances? Say you you live in one town and it's uh, thirty miles to the other town where you have the the high school. Um, what are you gonna do?" He said, "You know too much." And he got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You're you're smarter than these people," and he got up and left. <laughs> yeah and we need them to move troops and you know we can use uh a lot of these stretches to land planes some some of these stretches are capable of landing uh of course you can't do it on blacktop it has to be on concrete ken because you know what happens when you land a, a heavy uh fighter jet on blacktop i imagine it sinks the wheels the wheels dig right in yeah. and you flip
2: <laughs> well it's been done a lot of times on emergencies we've had planes uh using uh, the interstate with very little problem, even during traffic.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, a little uh, single engine, an
2: yeah.
1: uh, engine, you know, p- personal planes, they can land easily, and they have, and it's uh, probably saved a number of lives over the over the decades. So that's that's a good
2: thing, right? Yeah, they should be there, absolutely. If you need them, use them. Yeah. Better than uh, falling into the ground at 500 absolutely. miles Absolutely.
1: I mean, they have multiple purposes, not just moving troops or weapons around. Or they also have... Uh, utilitarian uses and personnel uses and uh and, and don't forget tourism ken i mean tourism is a huge part of our economy now and uh, that's important it's important to be able to get around and we want people to come to florida that's that's a big chunk of our income as i recall yeah it still is yeah and i and i think that it also the tax base you know our six percent sales tax on everything because of that and because of uh, the 100 million people or 200 million people whatever we have every year that come to visit Florida we don't pay personal income tax That's we right. have no death tax and guess what we are in the black yes we are not in debt like
2: like the other big states the blue states especially the blue, oh yeah they're they're they're, they're so real- far out of whack they don't think they can be saved
1: well everything can be saved but uh, yeah. not without a
2: lot of pain from their-
1: well, pain pain is part of my
2: job as your doctor, as you know. <laughs> so bring them to me. <laughs> you got to cut those services if you want to save if that. You want to balance that budget.
1: You can't have everything. That's Ken. right.
2: Exactly. You can't have everything in life. You can only raise taxes so much. I mean, how far how far can you go before people start leaving your state? Which is the problem for a lot of yeah. them right now.
1: I you mean, know, I don't know that California has lost enough people to feel the impact yet, but I think that the trend is there, and they're going to feel it if they continue to bleed uh, 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 population. But even more importantly are the big companies. If they bleed the big companies out and they go to Texas or Florida, uh, that that's going to be a big problem for them. That's going to be a big problem for them. And, you know, the states that border uh, uh, California – They're telling the Californians, don't come here. We don't want you. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nevada and Arizona, they're like, go somewhere else. (laughs)
2: Texas (laughs) will take you. They got a lot of land down there.
1: Yeah. We don't have the infrastructure for you. Get the hell out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't uh, have any aspirations to go to California, so.
1: And, you know, it's really too bad because it's just a beautiful state. There's just so much natural beauty there. And San Francisco is such a wonderful old town. Uh, uh, Los Angeles has so many neat things like the Getty Museum and uh, the beaches. And you can go down to Long Beach and catch a helicopter ride over to Catalina Island. And as you're going over, it's pretty neat, Ken. You can see killer whales swimming around. One of them waved at
2: me, actually. (laughs) Very cool.
1: He said, hey, Bill. I said, hey, killer. (laughs)
2: No, for a vacation, California's great. You got, yeah, um, oh. the the entire um, West Coast drive along from L.A. to San Francisco. I did that one year, and it's uh, up to uh, Mount St. Simeon's up and um, Big Sur and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, it's a federal highway, by the way. I guess so.
2: Yeah, would be.
1: Yep, I think it's one hundred and one or something like that. or
2: yeah. something
1: like that. Yeah. And boy, it is gorgeous, and we, we stopped at Big Sur and, and went to the Hearst Mansion, and uh, oh, the Big Sur's just drop-dead gorgeous. That's right where the, uh, right close to where the, the climate changes from dry to... Uh,
2: More moderate, yeah.
1: To a subtropical rainforest, uh, to a cool rainforest, and uh, goes all the way up into Alaska and Canada.
2: And you got the redwoods there, and the redwood trees, or... Yo- Yosemite is uh, just gorgeous, yeah, well I
1: mean, you remember what Reagan said about redwoods what, what, what did Ronnie say? He said you've seen one, you've seen them all <laughs> <laughs> cut those suckers down
2: <laughs> <laughs> they make wonderful back he said, decks I've seen yeah. Redwoods. <laughs> yeah let's build a deck exactly they make wood. Yeah. build a deck, nothing like a redwood deck.
1: I'm wondering that you know that one that cut the hole through for the road to go
2: through. I actually way. went through that
1: is that tree upset about
2: no, that it's gone they they finally took it out but I, well, i'll he, bet it was a little ticked off yeah yeah i bet
1: it wasn't happy he's like whoa you're cutting my gonads out here guys
2: <laughs> no i actually went through that tree with my family back in 1965 yeah that's pretty cool that, it was that's yeah. a beautiful area it's just so beautiful love to go back sometime but don't so want to live there got-
1: we hope California will turn itself around. I see we're in Oakland. The NAACP is demanding to recall the DA and uh, get the crime under control. Did you see that? The mm, N- no. NAACP, which is, for those of you who don't remember, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Um, actually, we're all colored, but uh, I guess they consider those of us who are not as dark as them. We're white. Dang, I look kind of pink. And the shirt'll look kind of orange. Now you look great today Don. I do yeah oh, thank you <laughs> and I'm I'm out in interstellar space too you are. So we're having a good time here and uh, don't forget there that we've got the uh, the uh, the gala going on the third of September the day before Labor Day. That'll be Sunday from eight thirty to ten thirty. And I guess Joe and, and Robert and everybody will bring the truck down and we'll get set up. They'll probably be there earlier than that, I would think. Makes I would hope so. Takes <laughs> a while to get all that stuff set up.
2: I'll be there Thanks. early for sure. You better be.
1: Yeah. I can't do this by myself. I'll be scared from all those people. <laughs> 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 all right. So I rode the bike. The knee's getting better. <clears throat> I've had uh We've had two threats from the uh, community against the board this week <laughs> at the old condo association, not condo, the homeowners association.
2: For what? What was the problem now? Well, the woman
1: whose roof is leaking, and she has demanded that we put it on the agenda for the next board meeting that we discuss replacing the roof for the, that whole building, which are six six or seven units, which is, you know, $150,000, and we are not budgeted for that. By the way, your, your reserve plan, you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah.
1: The condo and the HOA associations in Florida, they have to have a reserve plan and it has to balance at the end of the year. So if you dip into it for a project, that's not slated, you're out of balance and you can get fined. You can get in trouble with the state. So this is a new law that just came in. And so she wants us to drop everything and take care of her and, uh, We're saying, look, the roof just needs to be repaired. That's what the roof guys are telling us. She said, no, the roof guy said it needs to be replaced. We can't find anywhere that it said that. And then she had some mold abatement company come in, and she wants us to pay for her drywall and her mold abatement and all that. Guess what? This is not a condo. This is a HOA. And when you have a freestanding home and your roof leaks. It's your problem. It's your The roof decking on up, the roof warranty will take care of. And the decking is the plywood, then the underlayment, and then the shingles or the tiles. But it does not take care of the the beams and the rafters and, and the joist. And it doesn't take care of the drywall and doesn't take care of any damage to your electrical. And so that's her problem because these are hybrid situations. You own your own unit here. You're not in common with anybody else. You're only in common with the exterior, with the roof and the uh, stucco and the yards and the driveways. Those are common area things, you know, the swimming pool. So now she's threatening to to sue us. And then she wants to be our friend. (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. You want to sue me, but you want to be my friend. Don't take it personally, doc. No, I'm, I'm not. And then. Oh, she, she hates my wingman, JT, and she is just going after him on social media. We already fined one woman for doing that last year who was our then-secretary, and now she's threatening to go to the police because I set off fireworks, and uh, I'm not doing things legally, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but uh, I keep waiting, waiting, because, you know, I'm like, oh, please sue me. I love a good court fight. <laughs> I just love it. And... and uh Sadly, they are just no match for me. You know, they just don't have my legal experience. They don't have my business experience. And uh, and I just kind of relish the idea. Of course, they're not going to do it because, you know, you go and you say, I want to sue my homeowners association. And the lawyer says, what for? And they say, well, because Bill Handelman stuck his tongue out at me, <laughs> you know, and, the, you know, the, the lawyer's going to say, look, you don't have any ground to stand on. And they say, well, we want to do it anyway. He says, OK, $2,500 retainer fee. They're not going to cough that,
2: huh? (laughs)
1: No. That'll stop it dead in their tracks. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of which, we're getting to a dead end here. I was just
2: going to say, we should be stopping for a cup of Joe or whatever. If you don't don't have a. And if you're at home and you don't have a nice cup for your Joe, well. We got one. We got maybe two. Two. Two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs are up for grabs right now at 877-969-8600. That's 877-969-8600. First caller who can answer today's question correctly will win. Now, it's always something we talked about in the first half of the show, so you got to go all the way back to the bidding. hope you were there for that because we were talking about an atmospheric condition that can cause trouble with one's heart. Was that a good way to put it, Doc? No. That that's oh, that can cause trouble with
1: people who are on certain heart medications. Sure, you know? absolutely, and yeah.
2: heart and your heart exactly. So it's a it's a phenomenon yeah. that's occurring well everywhere right now. So everywhere. So be a first caller with the correct answer at eight seven seven nine six nine eight six hundred. That's eight seven seven nine six nine eight six hundred, and you will win those mugs. Is that correct? Oh, here they come, Doc. <laughs> we'll be right back, David. Uh, all right. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center.
3: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Former President Trump on Saturday ramped up his calls for his GOP rivals to drop out of the 2024 presidential race. At a rally in Pennsylvania, he also threatened to primary Republican members of Congress who failed to focus on investigating President Joe Biden and urged them to halt Ukrainian military aid unless the White House cooperates with investigations into Biden and his family. Russian authorities say three Ukrainian drones attacked Moscow in the early hours of today, injuring one person and prompting a temporary closure of traffic in and out of one of four airports around the Russian capital. The Defense Ministry says three drones targeted the city. All were eventually shot down. And China is accusing the U.S. of turning Taiwan into an ammunition dump after the White House announced a new $345 million military aid package. This is SRN News.
0: Attention. The answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229 DJ Denny.
1: By downloading the Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727 384 6411. 727 384 6411. Full service clinic with x ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multi well-trained and certified most american insurance and new patients accepted bay area medical home of can care 727-384-6411 727-384-6411
0: The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour. Only on AM860, The Answer.
1: Heat advisory in effect late this morning through this evening. Humid today, sunshine and a few clouds, an afternoon thunderstorm, high 94. An early evening thunderstorm, otherwise partly cloudy and warm tonight, low 81. Clouds and sun tomorrow, humid, an afternoon thunderstorm at a high of 92. Get your weather news when and how you want it wherever you are. Download our free app or visit AccuWeather.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Drew Shannon for AM860, The Answer. (laughs) And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill. Got Ken by my side. i apologize for that little uh, that little fluff at the beginning of the show because <laughs> you know Ken and I are still learning about Zoom. We're not uh how shall we say, socially social media
2: literate. So we're we're finding our way as we go. And uh
1: by the way, did we have a winner, Ken?
2: We do. I was just about to say, we have a winner this week, Doc. Uh, let's see, Cassie Fullington. Cassie Happy- Fullington. Fullington. Hey, Kathy. Cassie. Thanks. Cassie. K A S S I E. Yes. Cassie Fullington.
1: Cassie, Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Thanks for uh, listening, and we just love you, babe. And we want you to have mugs, so we're sending you two.
2: That's right. She lives up there. out there in Treasure Island. So.
1: All right. We like Treasure Island. That's a nice area.
2: <laughs> it is. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, thank everybody really who tried is. to win. Call again next week. Maybe you'll get it that time.
1: Yeah, we we should uh, we should have some giveaways during the uh, during the the uh, expo, don't you think? We Absolutely. Have, if you got the we mugs, ask, let's give them away. We could give a, we could give a bunch of them away, you know. And uh, actually, we could kind of throw them out into the crowd and catch it. <laughs> <laughs> <If> you don't.
2: <laughs> no, that wouldn't be. That's right. probably the best thing to do with a glass no, mug. No, that know? wouldn't. <laughs> Somebody might get hurt that yeah, way. That's right. Uh, could so be so more business won't... for you, though. You know. You know. Yeah, it's
1: good for business, just like heat. That's right. The emergency room doctors are going, yes. (laughs) Come on, baby. (laughs) Pour it on.
2: Hopefully by the time we do our outdoor show, it'll be a little bit more uh, in the 80s or something.
1: Well, yeah, plus it'll be in the morning before the the heat of the day. But it'll still be, you know, it'll still be toasty. Uh, You won't have to bring a sweater, I promise you that.
2: Doubtful, yeah.
1: And usually the mornings are not rainy uh, where our rain usually hits us in this area in, uh, Southwest Florida in the afternoon and the evening. So we should be good.
2: That's going to be good. absolutely free. We just want to drop by and see, and see the doc and say hello to the folks who listen yeah. every week. Yeah.
1: And uh, you can park, uh, we'll, we'll have parking at the church next door. Uh, we'll have parking across the street at the hospital. So if we get too many people, you can park over there and walk over. Now, if you're too old to walk over, um, I can send somebody in. They can carry a piggyback. <laughs> you know, we could get a little golf cart. That wouldn't be bad. That would work, yeah. Yeah, rent that for a day. And uh, so we could do some different things. But we'll we'll have it all ironed out by the time you get there, and it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Me too. I hope uh, we get a lot of folks out there. This yeah, don't
1: forget, uh, if you want to advertise during this uh, event, uh, Come on, $500 a table. Bring your trinkets, bring your banner, bring your smile, uh, whatever you want to bring, and we'll set you up a table and a tent, and we'll give you a shout-out during the show. We'll, I'll give you shout-outs on my show uh, for a few months, and we'll also uh, pump you out on social media if anybody's listening. By the way, <laughs> Ken, I did figure out how to get uh, Facebook. Go to William Handelman, and I should be live. And then YouTube, it's William Handelman MD zoom meeting so you can get me on facebook and youtube but uh god i haven't figured out how
2: to do it yet
1: <laughs> and i'm the one who's setting it up
2: oh we'll we'll figure this out doc
1: we'll, get it. Yeah, we'll right. get it by the time the toenail jug hits the market we will have this down pat
2: what's the latest on that are you, any uh any movement
1: yeah we've got almost everything done we're waiting on uh a couple of the lab test results uh What happened is I set up a special account with Quest Diagnostics, our lab company. They have a a research branch and you have to pay a little bit extra. And of course, the wife got upset about that and got upset about the fact that the girls were saying that was too confusing for them to have to look at two accounts. So She closed it. So now there's all this data there, and I don't know where the hell it is. (laughs) Oh, man. I've I've got the girls going after it to pull it in so we can put it into their study. And then uh, uh, the woman that's doing the study for me, she's uh, up in Indiana, and she does all this by Internet, and she's helping me submit it. When we get that, then she's going to click the button, send it to clinicaltrials.gov. And we'll see if they'll accept it. They may or may not. They may say, I need more data, or they may say, eh, this is no big deal. Give it to the boy. We hope, number two. Hmm. Then we can start selling it legally interstate and uh, market the poop out of it, and uh, you and
2: I will be rich. <laughs> well, you will. <laughs> well, I'm
1: taking you with me, dude. You oh,
2: okay. Me. Great. Hey, I'm, you know, I'll be yeah, happy to find to your any- coattails. You won't do
1: any physical labor, so I got to get something out. Of
2: <laughs> no, I can write. I can write co- commercials for you, stuff like that. There you go. I'm not completely worthless. Just most you, you and my son can do that. That'll be good. Yeah. All right. Well, you got your you, hey, you got your promotion all all set then.
1: There we go. We're ready to rock and roll. So by the time I'm eighty, I should be worth so much money I can't remember how much because <laughs> I'll be senile. But that's okay.
2: No, so, you won't be. I don't think you'll ever go senile, Doc.
1: Well, you know, they're using this drug, tacrolimus. Remember a week or two ago, I talked about this uh, cocktail that extends uh, life and reverses uh, the the cell aging effect. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, tacrolimus is a drug that we use uh, to prevent rejection of transplanted organs. So like if you get a heart transplant, like our friend who does the Green Thumb Show did, or you get kidneys or whatever, then we put you on tacrolimus, which cools down your immune system and keeps it from attacking these foreign uh, uh, materials in your body. But they also discovered or realized that people that were taking tacrolimus, they didn't get dementia. So then they started doing research on this, and they they took beagles, they took some beagles dogs, you know, wolf wolf, and uh, they gave one group tacrolimus and one group a placebo, the other group a placebo, and they did uh, very high-tech uh, MRI imaging of the brain to see what changes there were, and they actually were able to stop uh, the aging process in parts of the brain and the uh, the proteins that, that uh, accumulate in Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia uh, from uh, precipitating. And And so this is a, this is a real thing. And, you know, we're very close to it, but now the the question is uh, how will humans react to it? These are big gun drugs, you know, these are big gun drugs because they shut down your immune system to a certain degree and make you more prone to other infections and, uh, also, some of these drugs like CellCept, uh, you know, it increases your risk of, of not necessarily getting a cancer, but if you do get a cancer, it'll rip right through you. And I had that happen with one of my patients. I had her on CellCept for uh, a very bad autoimmune disease, uh, but she had been a smoker all of her life, Ken, and she developed a squamous cell cancer in her tonsils in her throat from smoking, and she was gone in six weeks. Wow we could do i mean it was by the time she got in it was in a month it went from a pea size to you know a golf ball size tumor in her throat it was really a, it it really that sort of thing makes you have respect for the medications that you're prescribing
2: i'll bet it does man uh, that's a a tough choice though i'll take the dementia i guess because you're around longer
1: well, I'm not sure that, you know, we need to know what the dose of tacrolimus is. If it's low enough dose, then it may not affect your immune system that way, and it may not predispose you to certain infections and tumors, et cetera. But uh, we'll we'll have to see what the research shakes out. I might try some of it myself. I've been thinking about taking tacrolimus, uh, but I don't know what the right dose is. I'm going to call these researchers and see if they have any suggestions. But, you know, the reason they use dogs, Ken, is because their physiology and ours is so much alike and same with pigs they're they're a lot like us in fact when we dissect hearts in the lab for for students we use pig hearts because they they're they're much thicker than our hearts but basically the chambers and the valves are all the same
2: don't we use the, some of the valves and heart transplants here or didn't we, we at one point yeah
1: yeah yeah we we pig valves and bovine cow valves and we also use uh uh the uh tough lining around the heart uh, and and from different parts of the body the nylon like material we call it investing fascia fascia sounds pretty cool yeah <laughs> and uh yeah we use that and make that into artificial valves that are tissue quote quote tissue valves and the nice thing about the tissue valves uh, in your aortic and uh, mitral position is you don't have to be on a blood thinner Whereas with the mechanical valves, you know the, the little metal disc that open and close, you have to be on a blood thinner for the rest of your life, or as long as you have that one in you. So, it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff.
2: Well, um, the dementia nobody wants, but you know you got to have something. If, if, they, if they haven't done any human testing on this yet, I can understand why you would be hesitant to <laughs> give it to anybody. But I'm, I'm guessing it, 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 it's, it's nice to know it's there. Maybe it'll work. Uh, and I'm guessing
1: that a few of these guys are trying it, you know, that because, you, you know, some doctors, we're a little crazy, and we like to experiment. And it's more fun to experiment on you than me, but if nobody's <laughs> on, I'll step up and do it myself. <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry for my patients.
2: <laughs> well, my dad had the dementia, so did my grandfather, so I'm expecting it any day now.
1: You know. um, what are we talking about? There you go there you go at any rate so a having troubles again i don't know what's wrong with the legion i don't think it's their fault they're just having to run a bad luck but they were flying back from hollywood to lexington kentucky and uh all of a sudden they had to climb 600 feet you know like a fighter jet going straight up in the air because they were on a collision course with a private plane in the area and uh, of course everybody was pinned to their seats and the women are all screaming and crying and you know, the men are on singing songs and asking <laughs> more booze.
2: <laughs> that's an air traffic controller in Miami who's probably out of work right now.
1: Somebody screwed up somewhere, that's yeah. for sure. But uh, that was on Sunday, July 23rd. That's what, a week ago, huh? Yeah, it was last Sunday, I think. Last Sunday. Did you hear about that?
2: I did. The, key, the, the uh, good thing is the TCAS system works. I, I don't know if you know what that is in an airplane. But if two planes are coming on a course of collision course towards each other, the onboard computers will tell one computer to climb and the other computer to dive. And as long as you pay attention to that warning, you'll survive.
1: That's pretty cool.
2: It is. It's fantastic. It, but it's been thwarted once when a computer—this has happened in Europe. There were two planes coming at each other, and the system was telling one to climb and the other to dive. But the controller was telling the, the plane diving to do the exact opposite. So essentially you had two planes colliding because they both were climbing. When if one had just d- followed the directions and ignored the traffic controller, he would have been fine. But instead, everybody died.
1: Dang, that's too bad. Yeah. It's, nope. uh,
2: but it's a great system when it works.
1: But, you know, our still our largest, uh, uh, one day airplane crash kill was in Tenerife in the Canary Islands back when you were a youngster, uh, Two jets, they were the big uh, Boeings at that time. One was landing and the other one was taxing out. And the the ground controller did not see or know or communicate properly. And the one on the ground was struck by the one that was landing. Over 500 people were killed. That's still the largest one-day kill or one event kill.
2: And it was fog was actually the big culprit there, I think the whole place was shrouded in a fog. They couldn't see what was going on on the runway.
1: Well, that's that's That not was any- long
2: before they had radar for runways. Now they have radar for runways too.
1: Okay, good. All right, I'm glad to hear that.
2: Well, that's what came out of that crash. Was that system?
1: So now we're safe to go to go
2: to the Canary Islands. Exactly. <laughs> you are safe to land in the Canaries now. I hear it's beautiful there. Never been there myself, but I'm willing to go. Yeah.
1: I, I, is that portugal or spain i think portugal owns the canaries don't they
2: i know it's off the coast there but i'm not sure who that would be portugal yeah they're right on the coast not spain there so
1: yeah i think so speaking of foreign uh real estate investors are fleeing the u.s for a land of full of offices because you know what we ha- and i'm talking commercial now we have such a a, a high uh lack of occupancy the occupancy rate for commercial property is so low right now i mean it's really sad um you know a lot of us have invested in, and i was one of those people that invested in a commercial building for my office and i rented out space and you know i was never ever full never can
2: never huh?
1: never never could i get enough people in there to fill up that building so we carried that and uh, i'm still proud of what i did because i held on to it and provided uh, an anchor so to speak and a landmark for patients and the community but uh, fortunately i was able to sell it and our our expenses have gone down by oh, 40 50 60% easily
2: well, that's terrific <laughs> it is so we'll be we seeing a reduction in those rates then right
1: yeah but you know where people are going hmm. the the commercial real estate investors they're going to japan they're headed to Japan that's where i'm headed in a month or so month and a half um so uh interestingly their their stock market is at a 30 year high and uh the yen is weak compared to the dollar so there's a lot of good deals to be had uh and the uh, the commercial industry, real estate is booming. And uh, the businesses need office space and warehouse space. And that's the one thing that's a problem here in the United States right now, especially in the Florida area. You warehouse
2: space? Can,
1: you cannot get a warehouse. You oh. can't get a warehouse anywhere. You have to, I mean, they're they're really at a premium. And if you want a warehouse and you want it now, Go buy a piece of land and uh, get one of these companies that does the steel buildings to put it up for you because there's just nothing available. I looked around to see, you know, we're talking about when we sold the building, uh, what are we going to do with all the pharmaceutical manufacturing equipment that we have at the in the empty office space at the building? And so we were looking around and talking with our realtor. He said, Doc, I can get you all the office space you want, but there ain't no warehouses to be found, which surprised me
2: really but uh well now you know i i guess yeah i'm I'm trying to figure out in my mind my people little mind what's causing all this it's got to be the internet because everything's problem with the internet shopping everybody's shopping on the internet now
1: well and also um, you you don't need people in offices
2: people are working at home still
1: they're working at home so and i told you the story i've told this i think several times that I was in uh, Toronto visiting the travel insurance companies, and I went up to one company, and they had like, I don't know, 10,000 square feet or whatever of space. And uh, I went up to the office, and there's no receptionist. The lights are off. I look in the window. They're in a soul in there. So I called the office, and I said, hey, am I in the right place? And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two guys here. Just pound on the door. <laughs> So I pounded on the door, these two guys came out and we had the meeting. I said, Where is everybody? They said, United Healthcare bought the travel insurance company. They sent they fired a third of the employees and sent the other two thirds home with computers, and they're all working from home.
2: And United's probably saving a bundle because they're not renting that place, there. That yeah. makes sense. Then, yeah. So So it's the internet. The internet's doing all this. That you're right, Ken. It's you the internet. It's, it's gonna oh, destroy us yeah. all.
1: Yeah. Those internet people, can we get them? Is there anything we can do about that? Uh,
2: I'm not sure who we go after. Start with uh, Zuckerberg, I guess we start with him.
1: Well, and then Elon's sticking his nose in it too, uh, with his, he went from Twitter to Axe or whatever it is.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, And then Gates, we'll start with Gates. He's the real culprit. I think he started it all, yeah.
1: And he morphed into a frickin liberal too. He's
2: the mastermind.
1: <laughs> he is. He's out to make us all uh, I don't know. Any rate. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to bad mouth him. He he might be listening.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't think so, Doc. You don't think so? I don't think he's in the area right now. My guess he's got not. an island somewhere where he likes to stay for the weekends. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Any rate, so Elon Musk's latest mission is to rev up the electric electricity industry so he met with some of the leaders of the of the big power companies and uh, started leaning on them and saying you got to make more electricity because we're not going to be able to sustain all these uh demands or to meet the demands that the electric vehicles are going to require so you got to do something so i don't know what what he thinks they're going to do build more solar panels what
2: no, they better start putting up some nuclear power plants. They got to. But
1: uh, how are you going to do this with the Democrats in power? They're yeah. not going to let you do that. Yeah, you
2: got to get them out of power. It's called the vote, Doc. It's called the vote. I'm
1: I'm not as sanguine as you are about uh, the uh, electro- the electoral system here in our country. I think that people are too easily manipulated. Although, if you believe some of the polls, it looks like, there is some turning around and uh, some <clears throat> increased awareness of how ineffective some of these policies are that the left wing has tried to implement. Uh, so, hopefully, you're right.
2: Well, when people start getting electric bills that are four and five hundred dollars a month, because it's a commodity, and if there's not a lot of it around, price goes up. It will. So we got all these cars being charged now. Price is going to go up. Your electric bill is going to skyrocket in the future unless they start building some more supply.
1: and That's true. And uh, so we, we're we going to have to do something. Now, I'm not opposed to uh, putting up more solar panels. And I don't think the windmills are all that effective, in my, in my opinion, but I'm not an expert on the windmills. But the solar panels, I can, you know, I could live with that, especially if you're in the right uh, area. And uh, when we were up in Vermont, a lot of homes and farms had solar panel arrays. So I figure if it's good for Vermont, it's probably really good for Florida. We got more sun than they do.
2: Oh, well, the farmers are making a lot of money when they put those solar panels out mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah, they're, they're like twenty-year contracts, and they don't have to do anything; it just let them sit there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm all I'm fine if we can make power out of uh, solar. Fine, great, do it. Just put a, but put, really, a put a put it, you you gerade out in Nevada somewhere and just.
1: It's but it's not efficient, you know. It's only fifteen to twenty percent efficient, whereas a nuclear reactor is. 40 to 50 percent efficient and a coal burning plant is more than 50 percent efficient and we can actually reprocess the nuclear fuel and uh, get get the unspent u-235 and the plutonium out of it and you know and then you encase that stuff and it's such a low level of radioactivity after you uh, reprocess it and uh, they 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 encase it in glass and you drill a hole deep down in the ground you drop it in there and Fill it over, put some grass on top of it. Nobody would know.
2: That's right. Grass may grow better better there. Yeah, you you never know.
1: But uh, also the uh, you know the cars and the and the little uh, appliances that use the uh, lithium ion batteries that are catching on fire. Yes. I looked into that. You know, these things basically they they are uh, a cathode and an anode, you know, a positive and a negative. So you have the lithium which is positive and the electrons which are negative and they got to flow back and forth in order to to get the electrons to the other side so that you can uh, harness those uh those little electrons, those subatomic particles to make things go. And uh, I guess there's some kind of metallic separator in the middle that that decreases the the flow of uh, one element versus the electrons, and if those things are damaged or not properly manufactured, then you can short out. And of course, you know what happens when you have a short, a spark. What's that produce? Uh, well, you get a fire. Yeah, you get a fire. And there's also uh, a manufacturing problem where the lithium starts to build crystals, and this is pretty cool. And it comes from the the cathode the positive and as the crystals grow they penetrate the little barrier and they get over to the anode and they short that, and that'll blow it too so uh, they've got some things to work on there although they're rare events i i, I don't know have you seen any any uh, electric
2: cars catch on fire um i've heard about it i've heard about yep. it but i haven't, I haven't personally, seen it Yeah, no doc we got about a minute left you want to talk about the business a little more yeah let's
1: talk about the business and uh don't forget, we got the big uh, expo event coming up on the third of September, eight thirty to ten thirty a.m. Come on out! We're going to have a live remote broadcast, Ken I'll be there. And yes, sir. Joe and Robert and everybody. I don't know. Uh, I guess we can get uh, the advertising guys down too, huh? Steve and Mary. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, let's get them all down there, and we're going to going to have uh, uh, we'll throw away some mugs, throw some mugs out to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and We'll have uh, hopefully some entertainment lined up and uh, some sponsors at $500 a table. Come on out and bring your banner and your trinkets and a smile and your cards and mugs, whatever Give you want. Give them got. the
2: phone number, Doc, if they want to get in touch with
1: you. 727 384 6411. 727 384 6411. I am Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Ken, have a good one, buddy. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Dr.
0: Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727 384